0: This is The Achievers, where we find and elevate the stories of brilliant people. My name is Dex Hammond, and I'm going to be your host today. Today's Achiever is Rob Johnson of Think Tank AMC. Rob, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. appreciate it. I was researching your company um, when we chose you and learning a lot about AMC. Some of our audience won't know what that means. Will you give us a quick background? Sure. Um, We are in a little gray
1: niche area i've never met anybody who's actually at you know at a bar or a restaurant where anybody's actually known what an amc is so i've never taken offense to it but when you go and buy a house refinance a house make some type of purchase where your home needs to be appraised we are one of the mechanisms uh, that goes out there and effectively gets your home appraised and so we have a large network of appraisers which i'm sure we'll talk a little bit about where uh, we help banks and lenders actually get the appraisal done.
0: One of the things I found fascinating about your space is so many lenders who have to book an appraiser don't even really seem to know that they can choose an AMC. They have these systems, these terminals that they sit in front of, and they're going through the process and it says request an appraisal and off it goes to some default, default group. Do you find that a big part of your... Effort is to make lenders know you exist and they have a choice? Sure. That
1: comes up often. A lot of folks, um, it's one of those situations where if it ain't broke, why fix it type of scenario? Or uh, maybe they have just worked with the same company for so long, they don't know uh, if the grass is greener on the other side. Or last, to your point, they flat out, they just don't know they even have a choice and they mm. can choose an AMC. Um, a lot of them thinks that that they think that that decision has been taken away from them and they have to do a certain thing. And, and oftentimes they're compromising quality, communication, uh, pricing, things like that, that are really important in the loan
0: process. Hmm. So what led you to this industry and to decide to, to take on this challenge? Um, good question. Um,
1: uh, a lot of folks might think that getting an appraisal is just sending someone out there and getting it, getting your home appraised. Mm. There is a lot of background that is happening, a lot of things in the background that are happening, um, and it's very software-focused. So my background is actually uh, roughly 20 years in software as a service space, and a lot of the things that are going on in the background to... Uh, potentially receive an order from a lender or a bank, receive it on our end, get it then assigned to an appraiser. All of that is uh, multiple software platforms and multiple software integrations. Hmm. So that's kind of one half of it. On the other half, my business partner and chief appraisal officer, Adam Milson, uh, he, um, uh, he's also a veteran. So we're better known in operated business, hmm. which we, we love to share with people. Um, he's the appraiser. So uh, we were sitting down talking about it and thinking about the the strengths of his ability from the appraisal side and mine from the software side, and um, we already had a couple licenses in Colorado and Texas, and so that was um, that was the the impetus to get in it going, and then it kind of just spread like wildfire.
0: What wildfire from there? So how do you make your first sort of break into this, and what was a what was a turning point that meant you went from? trying to get people to even know they can choose someone like you to the significant success that you're experiencing now. Yeah. So,
1: uh, I think a lot of folks that might listen to this, um, this video, this podcast, they might, um, uh, this might resonate with them, but with, with a lot of hard work also comes a little bit of luck and we, we definitely had a little bit of luck on our side. So once we got licensed in Colorado and Texas, we were really fortunate to land uh, one pretty significant client right off the bat. um, And then uh, a couple other smaller ones in Texas, but every appraisal in our business really counts towards revenue in our bottom line. So we were able to be profitable right out of the Mm -hmm. get-go, which which was kind of how we were able to kind of keep going from the beginning there. Um, And then I apologize, Dax, the second half of your question
0: was, and then what was that moment that really took you from sort of being small up to that? But it sounds like that relatively significant client you landed in Colorado was really yeah. that turning point.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then I'm, I'm, a soft, I'm a sales guy at heart, been in sales my whole life, and so I can't help myself. I, I did a lot of, lot of outreach and we we had to bring on new clients and again, just a little bit of hard work. And we before we knew it, we had five, six, 10 clients.
0: I was connected to a few of your customers and, and talked to them and, and, you know, they they sing your praises. Um, and it seems like this is an industry where because people didn't realize they had a choice and they were just default pressing a button and things were happening, that it was never really an industry that had much human one-to-one contact. Is that the case? Is, is that part of how you've been able to have the success you're having? Um, communication is definitely a big part of our
1: success. Um, you know, if you want to call it our, our secret sauce is we, we, uh, yeah, we, as a service provider, the only thing that we really can offer our clients is that higher level of service,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, a human touch point. We, we definitely heard from other lenders and brokers and clients out there where, that they've never even spoke to a human before at their AMC. Um, some of them are just so large and bloated they pick up the phone and it's like calling into a credit card company you're on hold for a long time you get passed around to two or three people and you never quite get the answer that that you're looking for um i can assure you if my phone rang right now during this um it would be an appraiser or a homeowner or a client and this owner of the company would end up uh picking it up right Right. um so as a result of of that um they get a very high level of customer service and if i'm not picking up the phone one of our staff members, uh, one of our order specialists or appraisal reviewers or somebody's picking up the phone. Um, And again, if they send a text message or an email, the whole entire team gets it. Um, So we're, we're definitely a boutique firm. We're, we're not hundreds or thousands of employees. We're definitely a boutique company. And with that, I think comes a much uh, higher level service.
0: Mm -hmm. I uh, definitely heard. From a bunch of of lenders, that the idea of sitting on that uh, that call waiting, right, that classic thing of your call is important to us. Well, it's not that important, is it? If you're not uh, if you're not picking it up, so that's uh, that's interesting. Do you find you tend to work best or are chosen by a certain type of, of lender or broker? Um, not necessarily.
1: We there's a there's a delineation between working with residential home loans and commercial home loans and, and appraisals, I should say.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: we focus on the residential side of things. Um, we don't do commercial appraisals. So large buildings, um, uh, we'll do apartments or complexes or multi-unit properties or things like that, things that aren't deemed commercial, but we uh, we focus on the residential side.
0: Mm, okay, that's interesting. Um, and you're also licensed in in more states, I think I saw than, than probably mm-hmm. a lot of AMCs.
1: Yeah, we really wanted to uh, spread ourselves across the US as much as possible. Um, We saw that as a benefit to some of our lenders who um, they struggle in really hard to locate states. So yeah, we're, we're licensed to 23 states basically kind of Cal if you just you know I won't, I won't name them all, but California all the way to basically Minnesota and down, and then a lot of the Gulf states we are licensed in. And again, being a boutique firm here, we we kind of specialize in the hard to place appraisals. Uh, up in the mountains in Colorado here, um, Texas is a very large state with a lot of small towns and a lot of rural properties. So we focus um, in areas like that as well. It's kind of become a specialty of ours. Um, I don't want to say that's all we want to work on because those are the hardest ones to do. So <laughs> uh, we we would uh, we do appreciate uh, appraisals in more metropolitan areas as well, where the
0: population density is higher. Yeah, I can under, I can understand that. Uh, yeah. For a layman like me, what's actually involved in an appraisal. I think sometimes those of us not in the industry might think, well, someone might look at Zillow or Trulia and see what other things have sold for, and, and sort of call it a day. When someone drives up to the mountains to go appraise a property, what, what are they actually doing? Uh, great question. So we uh, so
1: we definitely get a lot of the Zillow uh, type of feedback, or we mm-hmm. think our property should be this much and it's not. And so we can't please everybody uh, with that. But if you're an appraiser and you're going out to a property, you are looking at uh, the comps in the area, things that are actively on the market and what the sales price are, what's what's recently sold, uh, similar size, similar uh, lot size of the property, if it's acreage based or if it's uh, square footage based. Um, they're going out and measuring the property. They're taking photographs of all of the rooms, uh, interior and exterior of the property. And one thing that I actually didn't know getting into the, in, into the industry is they're actually doing quasi a home inspection. So they're not a home inspector where they're wiggling all the doorknobs and they're letting you know that, hey, you should you know tighten up the windows and replace certain things but they are looking for foundation issues and cracks and leakage and um, peeling paint. And they are actually identifying those aspects and they're actually outlining those in their appraisal report. And they're doing that for the lenders so that the lenders know what they're lending on. Because the what's interesting about being an appraiser is you are the only person, right? The only person other than the homeowner Um, or the real estate agent for that matter, who is informing the bank of what they are about to purchase, right? right? Because the bank is really buying the house. Right. And, And so that is the one opportunity for the appraiser to say, hey, there's some foundation issues. You should have an expert come out and do this hey, it looks like that roof is old. You should have the roof inspected or replaced. And they actually do make some pretty fundamental recommendations, uh, heating, air conditioning, foundation, things like that. So um, they can be very
0: influential in in your loan process. Hmm. Do If someone's a cash buyer, do you find they tend to get an appraisal or is it really only the lender or broker that tends to be doing the appraisal? Um, even, uh, even, even in those scenarios, a
1: lot of that has to do with the, uh, well, if, if it's a cash offer, um, you might get an appraisal, but the appraisal might not mean much because it's a cash offer, right? Um, you, you, don't have a bank involved in that particular case. You're just paying off the, the loan from the bank on the previous, uh, person who purchased it. Um, uh, but yeah, you, um, there's things called property inspection waivers. Mm-hmm. So you can get a waiver on the property, depending on, the your personal income, your uh, the loan to value ratio there as well. Um, what you're putting down on it. Some, some things like that go into consideration. If you even need an appraisal or what kind of appraisal is going to take place.
0: Um, bit of a side note, but I'm curious. You know, in the home buying process, we're definitely seeing a trend where a lot of home buyers are offering to waive the home inspection Mm -hmm. and there's movement in the industry to try and make that, put some laws and rules in place, right? Because for most people, it's the largest purchase they'll ever make in their lives and the idea of Waiving the inspection report is, is terrifying, I think, for, mm-hmm. uh, for for a lot of people, but it's the buying situation they're in. Are you seeing any significant change in your part of the, the buying industry, either sort of post-COVID consequences or just general home buying um, trends that are impacting the appraisal world?
1: Um, there are uh, some
0: interesting new products
1: called products in our world, uh, the type of appraisal that's being offered. Um, one thing, because of COVID, that has um, been released. I think it's um, get my dates right. I think it was as of April first. Fanny and Freddie, uh, Fannie Mae, and Freddie Mac, they uh, approved a new product that is called. It's actually called a desktop appraisal, mm-hmm. otherwise known as a hybrid appraisal. It's it's not called this, but I think for the for anyone who listens to this, another way to think of it is a digital appraisal. Mm. And I think they have value and I'll explain really quickly what it is. Uh, They have value in some circumstances. So here's the scenario in the appraisal industry. um, uh, I can't back these numbers up, but I have read them. So I apologize if I get a percentage off, but there's some, some, it's something to the degree of 60 to 70% of all appraisers across the United States are over the age of 55, Mm. if not even older than that, maybe the uh, over the age of 65. Point. The point is, percentages aside, majority of appraisers in the industry are headed into retirement. On top of that, it is very difficult to become an appraiser. You actually need to find an appraiser, allow you to be an apprentice, you need to get your hours and get state licensed and so on and so forth. There's quite a lot that goes into becoming uh, an appraiser. Okay. Um, so one of the ideas is of this digital appraisal is you can have anybody with a, who knows how to do this, which it's, you can get trained on it, go out to a property with a camera, take photographs of it and uh, measure the property. So do some of the basic things that a normal appraiser would do. They then send those assets to me, okay? And then I then give them to, or the, the company, and we then give them to the appraiser. That way the appraiser never had to leave their home, their office, and they can sit there and basically receive all this information about these orders that they're receiving they can, they can do the appraisal report at their desk. And the idea behind that is appraisers are so busy that they can decrease the cost of an appraisal and they can speed up how fast an appraisal can get done. So that's why it's called a desktop appraisal, meaning you're sitting at your desk. Right. Um, real quickly, there's some pros and cons. If you're in a metropolitan area, like downtown Denver, um, there are, Uh, tons of appraisers available. And it's probably just easier and better to get a standard old fashioned appraisal done on a property because you're going to get it done in roughly the same time and price. The particular area where this might work really well is if you're in a remote location, Mm. like the mountains or just the middle of the country, and there's only one home every square mile, something like that. Um, If you do it, a desktop appraisal, you can have a local real estate agent or a local photographer or somebody who is looking to make a quick hundred bucks, go out there, take the photographs. And there are people who actually go out there and do this all the time. They just photograph homes all day and then they send the assets to us. Um, that's a really good scenario to really decrease the cost because those appraisals might cost $2,000 to get done and it might take a month. Wow. Whereas now we can say, hey, we can it can get it, it can be done for a thousand dollars and we can have it back in seven to ten days. Hmm. That's really so that's that's uh going back to your question, you know, what's changed in the industry and some new things, that's a new thing. It hasn't really taken hold yet. And uh we're signed up, we're ready for that. We have a national partner on the desktop side that we've partnered with. So if if there was ever a need for a lender or a broker to get something done in a complicated area, uh, that's a good option for folks to do.
0: Well, if anyone in your industry is probably going to take advantage of that, given Think Tank has developed a bit of a speciality for the more remote places, I I can imagine it would be Think Tank. So just to loop back to our sort of very first topic here, given a lot of people will be lenders and brokers um, watching this episode, now they know they have a choice. Now they understand a little bit about why they should come talk to someone like you, the customer service, the safety, the uh, licensed in so many states. How do they go about choosing you and they're plugging into their systems? Yeah, well,
1: if you are a broker and you are using a wholesale lender like Rocket Mortgage or UWM or Angel Oak or one of these other wholesale lenders that are out there, UWM is the biggest one. So anybody watching this knows, definitely knows who they are and they probably worked with them in the past. We are approved with Rocket Mortgage. We're approved with UWM. In some of those instances, I know in particular with UWM, they actually have a portal. You, this is a lot of what people, a lot of the, I think the brokers don't know about choosing your AMC is they actually have the ability to go in, they check their state, they then select which AMC that they want to use. Um, I feel kind of bad for them because there's just a list of AMCs and they don't have any information on them. It's not like a profile on how right. great these companies are. So, but they do get a list of AMCs that are in their state and they could then do some research on them. They could call us up. They could, um, one of them just the other day, called us up and took a gamble on us. They just rolled the dice. They selected us. And, uh, it was, a, it was kind of a cool story. They're a brand new broker. They knew that we were relatively new. There was like something in there indicating we were new with, uh, UWM. And he said, oh, it'd be great for two new companies to work together. So anyways, um,
0: that uh, is great, and also if yeah. they called you up and you actually answered, I mean that 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 sell that says so much about the business.
1: Yeah, I wish that I wish that guy could be on here because uh, he he filled out his um his vendor or his uh, client profile, and he got a phone call from me about five minutes later. And he said, "I haven't even finished filling out my form, and you just called me." He's like, "I know you guys are good. If you guys yeah, are calling me already, right. so um it was it was
0: kind of a cool scenario." That's great. Um, is there anything else you'd like our uh, audience to know before we wrap up? Um, I think we covered most of it. I
1: mean, I, I, I truly mean this, right. We're, we're fortunate to have built a, a fun, uh, boutique business here. We have had some success. We're not huge. We're a really small team. Um, you call, if you call us five times, you might get two or three different people and you're going to meet almost half the company. Um, we have a lot of fun. We try to make appraisals fun and sexy if they can be. Why not? Right? Yeah, and why not? You know, it's it's a very interesting niche piece of the world that we operate in, and so we try to have fun with it. So um, I I think that is conveyed to our clients.
0: So anybody who uh, sees this, um, you know, try us out, sign us up. We'd be happy to work with you. That's great. And we're going to put some links in the uh, uh, on on the page in the show notes, etc. Depending on how you're listening or watching this where the audience can see uh, links to your site and learn more etc um rob congratulations to you and your team you really have been great achievers so far with this uh, with this business thank you very much for coming on
1: thanks for having me i appreciate it